Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley. My guy, Nick Price. What up, Bink? operation. How you doing, brother? Doing well, doing well. Just got back from a little trip. Uh, saw the family up in Chicago. So, Chi-Town. Yeah, Chi-Town. It was beautiful up there. It's not too hot today. So, it's not know, too hot here either. Happy to be back. Feels good here, huh? Better than when I left it. Alex Gold was in Chi-Town last weekend. Sending pictures of pizza. Did you have pizza? I had pizza like seven times. Nice. Nice. No, uh... Weather's been fine here. No, I w- haven't spent a ton of time in Chicago. I was there when the Royals clinched in 14. Regular season. It's where they clinched the playoff berth with Chi-Town. Oh, yeah. All I know is there's toll roads everywhere, man. No matter where you go, they still got them? Yeah, they still yeah. Go, um, strong? Uh, so now they do it where you don't take a ticket or anything. You just go online and pay yeah. by your license plate. Yeah, I'm afraid to look. I'm afraid to look because I feel like I'm going to owe like $1,000 to there's the a lot of them. Illinois Department of Transportation. There's too many. Well, we had Chiefs camp going on today. Tomorrow, the pads go on for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's always a little bit of fun. Just steps. There's only steps and processes. It's like when you have a kid, you know? You get them in the, you get them in the out of diapers, go in the bathroom on their own. It's like a little success, right? A little victory. You don't have to buy diapers anymore. Then they start eating on their own. Then you might have daycare. Then they can go to public school at 5. It's like, okay. Now don't have daycare. Steps. Football's the same way. You can't wait for training camp to start. Rookie start, and you're like, all right, just bring on the veterans. Veterans start, so like, okay, it's cool. Bring on the pads. You'll see the pads tomorrow. So a lot of stuff you see now. It changes a little bit when you put pads on. The guys are a little bit different. Speed's a little bit different. It matters a lot more when you put the pads on, but you always hear about that. No, it's not like back in the day with Marty, two-a-days, guys hit each other all the time, running the Oklahoma drill. You know what I'm talking about if you played high school football in this town. You know all about the Oklahoma drill. Don't see it anymore. But I miss it. But Chiefs camp going strong. By the way, it, uh, every week, Mondays and Fridays, from 2 to 2.30, if you if you're want some Chiefs information, Kansas, it's our parent company, Odyssey, obviously, the same thing like the Odyssey app. That's where you can get this. The Odyssey app. A Chiefs training camp live special. And you can download the podcast of it anytime you want to. You can listen to it at night, four in the morning. It doesn't matter. It's there with other training camp reports. So like the Giants, the Niners, different places we have have Odyssey. But there I do the Keenan City training camp report. Did one a little bit earlier talking about how excited I am about the pads being on tomorrow for the Kansas City Chiefs, but it's always a lot of fun. Nick, I don't know if you heard the Dayton Moore uh, interview with Fesco in the morning. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I'll hit different parts of this. I'll talk a lot of Chiefs 
But I'll talk a little Kansas City Royals as well, of course. I like talking Kansas City Royals as well. But there was the question that Dayton Moore was asked about when it came to Adalberto Mondesi. And the question from the fellas, uh, Bob and Josh, was, and you can catch the full interview, 610sports.com or the odyssey.com app. Dayton Moore was asked, can you rely on Mondesi heading into next season? See, to me, that's like a big sticking point. All right? We know how good Mondesi is. When Mondesi's playing right now, he is the most talented Royal. You might say, no, that's Whit Merrifield. Whit's got a better, or Salvador Perez, whichever. And Salvador Perez, he can go in that, but we're talking five tools. Adalberto Mondesi can park one in rivals, which he did, which I've never seen happen before at Kauffman Stadium. Even the Hall of Fame director, Kurt Nelson, for the Royals, Travis Hafter may have come close to doing that or did it, but it went inside rivals. The rest are not there in right field. And steal bases like Mondi can't. Mondi can lead the, the league in stolen bases. Did it last year. He can do it anytime he wants. But it's rare to have that kind of power and speed, the five tools. Very important player for this team. Other guys, they maybe work at the craft to get to the point there is. With Mondesi, everything's always come easy. Again, made his debut in the 2015 World Series, and it's been a wait, 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 wait and see with Mondesi. I remember coming on uh, with some of you guys, uh, the different shows here, a couple years ago, talking about Mondi and everything we can expect from him. You know, the stolen bases, the power. When I did the Royals insider job, there was no Royal on the roster that hit distances like Mondesi. He had the furthest distances when you combine his home runs than any other Kansas City Royal. But he's got to learn to stay healthy and he's got to play games. It's a big thing. You got to know, do you count on him or not? Now, Bobby Witt Jr., similar skill set to Mondi. So all the things I mentioned about putting the ball 460 feet out and yet still bases, that's Bobby Wood Jr. So you're going to see him. But imagine two guys like that in the lineup. Imagine what that could do for the Kansas City Royals. But you got to be able to count on somebody. Because if you count, count on them, like Sammy Watkins for the Chiefs. We kind of ran into this. Can you count on Sammy Watkins each and every day? But you got to have those players. Dayton Moore asked, can he re- re- rely on Montessi heading in the next year? And I love the answer. It was very refreshing. It was very honest. It was extremely open. Here's Dayton. Mondi obviously has been a guy that has been banged up a lot through his career. How do you build going for 2022? How do you fit Mondi into that? Can you rely on somebody that's been injured so much over the course of his career? No, you can't. I mean, and, and, and we love Mondi to death, but I think it would be, as you put together this team, um, it's, it's very similar uh, it, it's different situations, okay? But, you know, when we were putting our team together uh, back in the early days, I mean, we had to put the team together as if, you know, Zach Grinke may not be a part of it. You just didn't know. And uh, and if he is, it's a bonus. And so I think when we look at Mondi, uh, we're going to expect him uh, to be healthy. We're going to be positive about that. But he's proven that it's just not, you know, he hasn't been able to do that. And so, you know, I think when we put this team together, uh, we look at it and it's like, holy cow, Mondi's healthy and he's a part of the team. It's going to be really, really exciting. It's going to be really, really uh, powerful uh, in a lot of different ways, defensively, uh, offensively, speed-wise. I mean, there's a lot he can do. But uh, I think we're we're learning that we're going to have to manage his workloads in ways that, you know, he may not be. 
a guy that plays you know more than a hundred games a year, best case scenario, and and hopefully he exceeds that expectation. But as as somebody who's responsible for putting together a twenty six man roster, uh, we've got to look at ways to um, you know uh, supplement and um, perhaps um, you know be more balanced as if he's not you know a, a part of it. And if he is, that's great. And uh, we're certainly not we're not going to release him. We're going to continue to stay with him, obviously. But um, you know we've got to we've got to make sure we put that roster together in a ways that uh, certainly um, protect us. So almost like a luxury then going into next year for Bondi. Well, I think that's how you have to look at it, Bob. I mean, um, you just again is he a part of what we're doing? Of course he is. Uh, are we going to continue to to do everything that that we know to do um, to support him? Of course we are, um, but we we have to be uh, just wise as we put together this roster, and um, you know we, we've got to make sure that uh, we can't we can't obviously count on him as an everyday player. Wow, it was certainly pretty open, Nick. We don't know if we can count on this guy is an everyday player. Adalberto Mondesi, when you think about games played, you go back 2016, only 47 that game. Remember, he was going back and forth with the minor at that point. 2019, 102 games. That's the most he's ever played. 2019, 102 games. What did he do in those 102 games? Well, stolen base-wise, he stole 43. Do you realize that was only three behind the Major League lead with Malik Smith? of the Seattle Mariners that year. Only three behind him, and he only played 102 games. Malik's played 134, 32-game difference between the two. The following year, in the pandemic short year, he led Major League Baseball in stolen bases. He's got a special skill set. But the problem is, when he came up, like when he, when he got hurt there the last day of spring training, it's like, oh, man, Nicky Lopez had to stay up here and stuff, and you weren't going to see Mondesi. Then he comes back, gets hurt, comes back, gets hurt, and it's like, like, I finally get to the point, Nick, where I'm like, because I've been selling, I believe in Monty, always have believed in Monty. I love watching him play baseball. He does everything so effortlessly and so well. But I've gotten to the point now, it's like, dude, you got to show it, man. Like, I'm not going to get excited about that nice 464-foot shot you had in Rivals and the way that you run the bases. Unbelievable. I can't get that excited because then when you're hurt in the ninth inning, I'm going to get pissed again. Yeah, and, you know, it was really interesting to hear Dayton Moore be so transparent and so open about it because Completely. I, I feel like that is something where a lot of GMs and even from Dayton in the past, you know, kind of play it a little bit more close to the vest, some, you know, coach talk or GM talk or whatever. But to hear him be so open about it shows that, you know, the organization is viewing Mondesi in the same way that a lot of fans are right now. And I think that. Bob put it very well as, you know, it's kind of a luxury at this point. If he can come back and, you know, stay healthy and play 100 or 120 games in a season or something like that, then, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. But it's not something that you can really rely on. And especially when, you know, the best prospect that you've had in your organization in decades potentially plays the same position, they're going to have to be open to maybe – you know, position switch or maybe having him be a platoon guy or do some more DH or something like that. They have to try to find ways to protect him a little bit more because, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed it, Bank, but it always seems like he gets hurt when he's in the field at shortstop. 
because he is so explosive and just the way that he goes after the ball and hamstrings, the oblique. Yeah. yeah you know, so he's a high effort guy. I mean, I used to worry is, about Alex Gordon hitting walls, right? Yeah. Like, but then he got up. Yeah. But then he got right up. And then you look at what Merrifield that plays every single game. And within a week or so here, he'll hit the mark of Alcides Escobar for consecutive games played. Like if you played 421 consecutive games, hats off to you. Guys Absolutely. don't do that anymore. Dansby Swanson is second to wit. Wit's got over four, about 408, 409. I'll look it up at this point, but it was 405 last week at 408, 409 straight games. Dansby Swanson is like 170, 171. That's a close to wit. Guys just don't do this anymore. But manage their workload. Like I love what they've done with Sal this year. He's played every game. Okay, you're tired. We'll give you a break at catcher. You go be DH. Like, use the DH for that. Like, the way that they've managed Salvador Perez and gotten him in the lineup every day, that's impressive. Like, that's impressive how they've been able to do it. Now, what are they going to do with Mondi? I don't know. Some teams do it with players like Carlos Correa in Houston or whatever. you like, okay, you DH some days. But then, you, but then his glove is special. You know what I'm saying? The right. glove is special. What he does defensively is special. So, you got to kind of figure out which tool you're going to take out of the bag, right? Because you're not going to have them all. So right. you're going to the golf course, but you're not bringing your sandwich. I and I mean personally, I've kind of thought this for a little bit now that I think that obviously his glove is special, his arm is special out there. But if you can get a hundred games out of Mondesi by playing him at DH and exposing him a little bit less, maybe that's the move. I mean, you just got rid of Jorge Soler, who was your typical DH on this team, so. You've got at least a hole there, and then you can give Mondesi days off when you want to give Salvi a day off from catching and move him into DH and stuff like that. But they're just going to really have to manage him moving forward. And it's at least, I mean, it sucks, right? But it's nice to hear from Dayton that, you know, we're going to try to build this team without thinking about Mondesi being one of the key pieces. And that if he is there, it's just going to be an added bonus. It's going to be an added bonus. I, I just. What Dayton Moore said, though, to me is refreshing because here's the thing about it. You don't, these guys don't hear that oftentimes, like maybe behind closed doors, but now it's in the media. You know what I mean? Now they're saying it publicly. It's a little bit different than calling you in your office and say, hey, man, because Mondi's disappointed too. I mean, dude wants to no play. No doubt. I mean, dude, dude gets just as frustrated as everybody else. I mean, think about the contract extension. You know, Byron Buxton, they're talking about the contract extension in Minnesota. That could be Montessi talking about that. Because you, you can extend these guys at any point and ask Fernando Tatis Jr. You could extend them at any time. But that talk's been forgotten. You know, the, the millions and millions and millions of dollars that were at stake. And, you know, he's got that ability. And I don't like the little bat flip he did and stuff like that because he's watching the stuff on MOB Network, seeing all the, the superstars of the game. Yet he's got the ability to be that. But he's not that. But he's got the ability to be. That's that's the most frustrating thing. Is the Royals in the front office? You have this player that's so good, so talented. There's only a few people in the world with that kind of talent he's got, but he can't get on the field. I don't know if this is a hot take, Bank, but I've always kind of thought, you know, when we see in these glimpses from Mondesi that he might be more talented than any player on that 14-15 team. Like that's why I think that we've drawn this out so long and He's gotten so many opportunities and that they're willing to stick by him, but it's going to show right now. I mean, that interview on Fesco in the morning with Dayton Moore, that patience, it's it's running a little bit thin. They're going to have to be creative if they want to make Monty a part of this team moving forward. 
Jay Southland Toast Service text line 913-576-7610. Phone number same, 913-576-7610. This uh, one text uh, made me laugh, Nick. It's uh, They were supposed to be spelling Dozier, I think, but it's D-O-S-E space R space Royals. Get rid- <laughs> have another one. Like, have another one. Like, if you get a text, like, do it legibly because I just won't read it. I'm not going right. to sit there and try to peach your crap together. No way. Either get it right or just, just just hold one out, man. Just hold one out, put the beer down, grab some water. Maybe maybe try texting tomorrow, huh? Text us tomorrow. I'll be in here for festival in the morning at 6 a.m. So text me then. I'll be happy to talk about it. I'm going to talk about Chiefs training camp. Rod Cop coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. Nick Bromberg from Yahoo Sports, one of my favorite college football guys, joining us. Quinn Ewers, who is the number one quarterback recruit in the nation. You know what he's doing, Nick? I'm not staying in high school. I'm going to go to college. He's still got like one course in English he's still got to do, so it's got to be online, and then he can't enroll to spring, but now he can get the cash, right? Now he can get the seven figures because Texas high school won't let him get it. Other states will. Again, you thought this thing was a mess for college kids starting to get their money? Now we're starting to want to get the high school kids that cash that are going to these schools. He's going to Ohio State. South Lake Carroll, Texas, from Chase Daniel, big time program in the Dallas Metroplex, skipping it. Like as a high school football fan, like I, I listen, I'm all for these guys getting their money. That's fine, but man, do I hate a talent like that leaving high school football because that's part of the magic, part of the fun of high school football, seeing these cats play. Oh, that's that quarterback. He's going to Ohio State next year, and you get excited about it, right? Yeah, we'll talk to Nick about that and what kind of situation can open up because I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of, of, of skipping a year in high school. I mean, okay, you leave after your junior year, your third year in college, you redshirt one, leave after two. That's fine. That's what you do. But at least I get to see you play. Anyway, it can get frustrating. We'll talk to Nick at that at 730. But coming up next, Chiefs camp updates. I'm going to talk about Cole Hardman for a minute. Talking about living up to expectations. He's different to Mondesi than he's on the field. But in a way, is he being called out kind of like Mondesi? I'll explain next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Big and Night, Jay Binkley, Nick Price. That's right, go to 610sports.com. Could be a winner $1,500 gift card to own KC. Just pick who you want to win the Survivor League. 
I heard the ad there for CDOT. Me and Barbara went toe-to-toe to the very end of the year. I go to the end of these things, man. Like, take me. Take me. I'll lead you to the promised land. But regardless, Dayton Moore talked about modesty there in refreshing, really enlightening ways, to be quite honest with you. And, you know, taking it from the realm of behind the office door to, like, talking about it in person, certainly a different situation with Mondesi. But now the writing's on the wall. The expectations are there. It's directive assent. The me- I couldn't be any more loud and clear than that. Like, it's one thing if someone's telling you to do something privately, but then when it's public, it's like, okay, all these people are now looking for me to change or looking for it to change, and you know there's an issue. That could be a problem. Like, that could be a real problem. But anyway, I think it's good. I think this is healthy for Montessi to get that. Again, nobody's more frustrated than he is. But over to the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the guys that we're going to be really looking forward to seeing tonight is uh, one of the one of the one of the people we're really looking forward to see this year. Not tonight, McCole Hardman. Tyree Kill spoke a couple days ago when he was talking to at camp, like these guys go at the end of the practice and people ask him out, like he talked about Usain Bolt and all that. We'll get to that. But here's his thoughts on McCole Hardman. I found her interesting. McCole, maturity. Ah, right, now let me stop. Uh, <laughs> As far as McCall, man, like I said, um, he has, uh, like, we all have that mentality of just want, wanting to, like, compete and, like, challenge each other. So, like, um, each and every day he comes out here, like, he, he wants to listen. He wants to learn from, like, um, the, older guy, the older guys. So, and, and um, as far as, like, meeting rooms, like, he's locked in, like, each and every day. Like, he's asking questions. He's doing this. He's doing that. So, I mean, the same thing for me. Like, I told him, like, look, if you want to be great, man, you got to be coachable, dog. Like, you can't come in this league and, and like, thank you know it all. Like, I know you was a second-round pick, boom, boom, boom. Look, if Coach Reed say, look, you got to do this on your route, you do it. I don't care if you got open, dog. Like, there are always ways that um, you can get better off that route. You know what I'm saying? So, he's taking that, you know, to another level, and, like, he's, like, listening and, like, he's just – he's doing awesome with it. See, it's important, man. You know, that's teammate to teammate. Terry killed him with Cole Hardman. Hey, man, you got to listen to what Coach says. You got to run that route. They're friends. These guys look up to Tyree Kill. He's in a different role now, man. He's in that leadership role. But these are the things. And this is different than Mondesi and, and, and Dade Moore, but a lot the same. Like, hey, these are your expectations. These are the things you need to do. These are the things you need to do to be successful. But I liked it. I liked what he said. I have a lot of thoughts – on McCall Hardman this year. You know, can he take up that role with Sammy? Because people say that. You had that opportunity a year ago, right? It was right there on the plate. Sammy Watkins misses games. Who's going to step up? DeMarcus, you stepping up? McCall Hardman, you stepping up? Is Byron Pringle going to seize it in front of you all? Because dude was on the fast track this year. Last year. He was at Andy Reid's uh, circle of trust. Gets hurt in that Raiders game. <laughs> Comes back. Did make the first catch in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. Byron Pringle. You know, he's kind of a forgotten guy. But guys like McCole Hardman, you know, to kind of step up. You know, he's doing some good things. The guy just looks refreshing in camp. I mean, speed is no questionable, but it's the route tree. You know, he can run the nine routes. He can run the verticals. He can get downfield. But you got to make yourself the all-around receiver like Tyree Kill. Here's Eric Bieniemy that spoke today on development of McCole Hardman. You know what, McCole has done a great job of coming back to camp in shape like he always does, but you're still seeing that explosive power. He's working on his releases, and he's just fine-tuning the little things. We're excited about him. Not only are we excited about him, but also, too, you got McCole. He knows he has Pringle on his back, D-Rob, you know, a number of guys, uh, Cornell. 
um, uh, Callaway, and I mean the list continues. But McColl is doing a heck of a job. He's working hard, and he's working on the details to help him to improve each and every day. See, that's good news when you hear stuff like that, because EB will tell like it is. I mean, he really will. But McColl seems to be doing the right things. Looks good in camp. Again, pads come on tomorrow. It's a little bit different deal, but the guys played in the NFL. We understand who and what he's all about. But now it's time to change. I look at Demarcus Robinson a lot the same way. You know, Demarcus Robinson came back to the Kansas State Chiefs on a one-year contract last year. I remember watching him on NFL Network, the NFL Morning Show with Schrager and those guys. The year before, when he was becoming a free agent, you know, the thought was someone's going to throw him a lot of money and he's going to become that guy. Then he ends up with the Chiefs on a prove-it-type year deal again, which he didn't mind. He knows this offense. He knows the expectations. He's 100% fine with it. But he ends up back with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Well, now he's back with the Kansas City Chiefs again. Like, it's rise or shine time for some of these guys. You know, prove it. Prove it time. The NFL has got a short lifespan unless you're like Tom Brady. You know, typical lifespan, just like three years. Not lifespan, but playing span. But the writing's on the wall. Let's go to Steve real quick on the next. What's up, Steve? What's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Steve? Well, let's, let's talk about what's going on tonight. We got an elimination game, USA, eleven thirty p.m. Let's let's get let's get going with the program, man. We got action going on right now. We have to wait eight weeks for this. Our overpaid squad of millionaires is going to take on Steve. Steve. Steve, Steve. 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 You keep doing this, man. It's the same dog and pony trick with you. Overpaid millionaires playing. They haven't played the game yet, all right? Spain versus United States. Today, 1140. Quarterfinals. Steve hates the Olympic team. He does. I can he, tell. He hates USA, right? He's probably pissed right now I'm saying that. He doesn't hate <laughs> USA, but he, he hates overpaid millionaires. Well, first of all, they haven't lost yet, Steve. If they lose, you can call him with your take. Number two, I'm talking about Montessi and McCoy Hardman. I'm not talking Team USA basketball. Just, just. No, man. Just no. Or I'll stop taking calls altogether. Seriously, it's a consideration. But if you have something on the topic we're talking about or just did, love to hear it. We're going to be talking some nil here in the next hour. Surely there's some thoughts on Montessi or Hardman. I'm not going to talk about, quote, overpaid millionaires. At least at least they're there. There's some guys that don't even go there. Right. There's some people with the skill set that don't represent Team USA. At least they're there. I'll give them that. So you can call in and say what you want about any of the athletes that are over there. And I'll tell you, you know what? At least they're over there. At least they're competing. You know, at least they're doing those things. Where's the criticism on that? If you want to criticize overpriced millionaires, why don't you criticize the players that aren't there? Why don't you criticize the ones that don't want to go play for Team USA instead of the ones that are? You know what I mean? Is that fair, Nick? Or is that unfair? No, that's like these guys right. are there. They're they're there. They're going to play their best. Yeah. And again, a lot of times I think when you play these international teams, again, there's NBA teams all NBA players all over the place in these teams, but they play together a lot more. Right? It's a culmination coming together. I used to be for an advocate of sending the world champions over there, and just because they know each other, they you know know each other, know the system, know what they're trying to do. So, but anyway, Steve. You call in a lot, man. You same same dog and pony trick, brother. You got to get something new. You got to get something new because every time you call in, you're talking about the overpriced athletes again. Why don't you harp on the ones that aren't there? That's my that's my point to you. Coming up next, Dayton Moore spoke about other things 
besides Adalberto Montesi to chew into, including buying in the next year. We'll do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big and I, Jay Binkley. Nick Price producing the operation. Keene City Chiefs, Ron Cop coming up at 7 o'clock. Talk some nil with Nick Bromberg at Yahoo. Ping athletes coming up in just a little bit. Mentioned Dayton Moore. Talked about his refreshing honesty about uh, the situation with Adalberto Montesi. But I'll be honest with you, he went much deeper on that. Including a good question I felt. And Denny Matthews answered some of the same questions. If you heard uh, Carrington Harrison with Denny at uh, each and every Monday at 3 o'clock with Denny. But here's Dayton Moore. After disappointing 2020-21, how do you sell fans on 2022? Let me say this. I mean, I, I, I share the same emotions. I mean, I, I've, I've been extremely disappointed in our one-loss record. And, and, and for... And, and it, when you look at why and how, I mean, it's easy to, to pinpoint, uh, you know, how this has occurred. Uh, and, but you can't you can't make excuses. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're we're paid to, to win baseball games. And uh, but this team, as we uh, entered spring training and left spring training, certainly on paper was it was a team that we felt we all felt would compete. The baseball world felt that this team would com- compete, and it speaks to the unpredictability of professional baseball. I mean, there's a lot of teams each and every year that, you know, everybody doesn't expect to do well, and somebody steps up and, and gets on a run and, and exceeds expectations. And so, uh, you know, it's it's my job and our job as an organization, as we all know, is to uh, put uh, players together uh, that want to win for one another, win for our city, and uh, want to play baseball uh, uh, and and uh, compete through ups and downs, uh, injuries, overcome multiple things. Um, but when I look at our team, I mean, I don't, there's not a ton that you're going to need to do, at least on paper. Um, I mean, we're going to um, do our best to, to improve uh, the bullpen and depth in the bullpen. Uh, we're going to expect... Uh, you know, some of our young starters to continue to evolve and get better. Uh, we're going to hopefully be able to uh, transition uh, a position player or two uh, into this uh, lineup next year. Uh, we're going to get a little bit younger. We're going to have uh, a little more speed uh, on this team, and we're going to expect uh, you know the veterans like uh, Whit Merrifield and, and uh, Carlos Santana and, and Salvador Perez and and Hunter Dozier uh, uh, to be to be better and to stay consistent and to keep things, uh, you know, in balance, if you will. Uh, but uh, you know, I think that it's it's we're going to we're going to be disciplined with with what we do, uh, but we're going to rely on uh, young players, Josh, that are going to come up and uh, and be better. I don't think next year's sell will be any tougher. I think people are excited. I think this year was, you know, people hesitant to go to the games or not. Then they started to go. 
I mean, they, they were great the other night. I knew this team with the losing record and that the winning streak the Royals had. You know, they're 8-3 and three in the last 11. I know that they were excited about that. Fans were out there. They were showing up. They were great. They were excited. But wait till Bobby Wood Jr. comes up here. Wait until Nick Prado comes up here. And Daniel Lynch is a sub-2 ERA and two. Um, he's gone. Uh, um, he's been outstanding his last two games. Daniel oh, yeah. Lynch, I know he lost that game in Toronto. He had the tough deal of, of facing a team that's back in their country for the first time in 670 days. Yeah, and I, I think that if you've – I know that a lot of people have fallen off this year when it comes to the Royals, but if you're actually watching these games, you can tell they're starting to play a little bit better baseball. I mean, Hunter Dozier, the average and everything, still not where you want it to be, but he had a hell of a month of July. And so they're starting to build on things like that. Brad Keller being that guy that you really expect him to be and watching these other guys kind of step up, Daniel Lynch do well. Once you get Bobby Witt Jr. up here and Nick Prado and you really fill out this roster the way that you envision it, and then, you know, if you get lucky and you get that luxury of Mondesi to be healthy for next year, I don't think that there's any reason to think that this team can't be on a similar track to what we thought that they were coming into this year. Because obviously it's been disappointing, Bank, but, you know, they've been unlucky with some injuries. Depth wasn't quite there yet because you have a lot of young guys that hadn't quite progressed to where you needed them to be to be able to cover those injuries. But, you know, moving forward, I think the Royals are still in a pretty good spot. No, I, yeah, yeah, I do. But, I mean, just Bobby Wood Jr. alone. Yeah. That, I mean, remember before the season started, Nick, everybody's talking about Daniel Lynch for a while because he was going to be that, you know, he's 20th prospect in MLB Top 100. He, he was 21, then he's bumped up 20. I thought he was going to be the guy, right? He was going to be the guy. And we were all excited to see him. And then they talked about Bobby Wood Jr., but then Daniel Lynch became the hottest thing smoking because Prez was talking about him, you know, hitting triple digits from the left. And we got excited about Daniel Lynch. Well, I feel there's going to be some arms to excite you with this team. You couple that with Bobby Wood Jr. And Sal Perez, he's going to leave you on more next year. He's one home run away from his career high. Mm-hmm. One away. The dude could be looking at 40 this year. He could be looking at 40 home runs. Man, I wish he had the single-season record instead of Soler. For the Royals, I do. But it's not that way. Soler did do it. Now, he would have beat Balboni's this year. He would have beat Moose's this year. He's got a ways to catch Soler. But it would have been cool. But there's going to be reasons to watch. I think there will be some more excitement. Because I don't think this team is as good as it was when it had that 16-9 start. I don't think it's as bad as those double-digit losing streaks they've right. had. Do I think they're as good as this stretch they're on right now? No. I think they're a 500, maybe slightly below 500 team. Yeah, and I think isn't that kind of what we expected coming into the year? Like yeah. if you look at their over-under before the season, after their hot spring training and everything, I think it was like 73 and a half wins or something. Yeah. Something in that ballpark. So, I mean, Vegas is almost never wrong. And if the Royals catch a little bit of fire, they could get around that 73 win mark and – I mean, kind of be right on track for what they were expected to do this year. I don't know. I just I kind of walk through the lineup and around the positions and, you know, the pitchers that are here and that are pitching well and the guys who are coming up and guys who will be coming back from injury. And I I don't know. I just I still look at this team with a little bit of optimism. Like, obviously, it's been frustrating this year. It's been a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like there's been some substance there during those hot streaks and during those times when this team is clicking and playing well. 
to where I can see, like I have a vision of, okay, this lineup could contend for a playoff spot in the next couple of years. I, I mean, I know that's a stretch right now, but get Bobby Wood Jr. up here, get Nick Prado up here, then, then we can really start to see it come into play. I'd rather see him up this year to learn to feel first. Right. Like coming in the next season already, you know, been there, done that. You've seen major league pitching. Yeah, know what you got to work You've on. You've been to the ballparks, know what you got to work on, just like you said. You know, not this Jared Kelnick situation they've had in Seattle with one of their top prospects back and forth and back and forth. You don't want that with Bobby Wood Jr. You want him to come up here and to succeed. Dayton Moore also gives an update on Brad Keller. Plus, an interesting thought on Brady Singer, when you might see him. We'll do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night, Jay Binkley. Nick Prado. Nick Price producing the operation. The way Nick Prado's been playing, you can call me that. Really? If you feel like it. It's like I never get mad at people when they accidentally call me Nick Wright. He'll be up here he'll be up here soon. I think Bobby Witt will beat him to the punch in Kansas City. But Nick Prado's a guy that people have forgotten about, man. 2017 draft pick, they forgot about him. He did, did great in Lexington. It's low A. They won a won a uh, South Atlanta League title. MJ Melendez was with him. He was crushing it. They both did well. They both go to Wilmington. They hit under 200. Wilmington did win the Carolina League. So they are winning at different levels. Then Prado just really took advantage of that alternate site last year. Like, he's the biggest success story if you want to do any success stories from the alternate site. It's one Nick Prado. And what he did. And now, you know, he's roommates with Bobby Witt Jr. The rest is history. Could we have a Moose Haas situation? Maybe. Maybe. Let's not get too crazy. Remember, Moose and Haas were the number two and number three overall picks in baseball. But hopefully, they can excite it. Bobby Witt Jr. is good enough for season tickets himself. That's the guy that's going to do it. Speaking of Prado and Witt Jr., Dayton Moore addressed just how these guys are doing. They're doing great. I mean, they just need to continue to do what they're doing. Uh, you know, as I was talking to, you know, JJ and, and Lonnie and, and Renee Francisco, uh, you know, uh, during the draft. I mean, you know, we look back on the progression of of Hosmer, Mustakas, and Salvador Perez, and, and how much time they spent in Double A and Triple A. You know, it's all different for everybody. But uh, you know, when you look at you know, those guys have moved pretty fast. I mean, they they didn't even have a full year in Double A, and uh, you know that's that's the um, the level where, in my opinion, you want to have guys you know spend an entire year. And once you get to AAA, they really have an opportunity to to force their hand. And so, uh, you know, obviously they've they've went to Omaha. They've done extremely well. I think they they fared well in the futures game. They represented well. I heard from a lot of people in baseball who were in attendance and and just their, their presence and, and and the way they dealt with, uh, you know, their teammates in, in the clubhouse and, and dealt with the members of the media and, and all the different personnel of Major League Baseball. I mean, from a maturity level, those those two guys really, really get it. And so, you know, we'll just continue to, to watch how they progress and, and we'll see, you know, what, uh, you know, the rest of the year 
brings us, and, and certainly as we as we go into to 2022, I mean they're they're a big part of our future, and it's it's just like I told a player uh, two days ago in in, uh, in our minor league system. I mean it is a huge huge gap between uh, AAA and the major leagues, and it's uh, we just want to make sure that players are, are ready to come up here and, and compete right away. Uh, and, and do things to help us win. And, and the beauty about the skill set of, of those two players is, uh, you know, if they're struggling a little bit offensively, they still do some things, whether it be on the bases or defensively, that is somewhat elite that can help a, a major league team win. And so uh, as they're continuing to be well-balanced in, in all the different areas, uh, all the different skill levels that are required, to be a consistent major league player, and, and that's going to continue to shape and mold at the major league level. But they can still do some things uh, on an elite level if they're not as complete as they need to be. But as you all know, I mean, it's uh, you want to make sure that uh, they're certainly ready to, to help us win uh, when their time comes uh, to come to the major league. Bobby Wood Jr.'s hit 291 with four home runs. Down at, uh, or up, excuse me, up at uh, AAA Omaha. Nick Prado, he's got uh, four home runs on the year. Excuse me, what did I say? Bobby had three. Bobby's got three. Prado's got four home runs. He's hitting 261 at AAA. And Bobby Wood Jr. is the number six overall player, MLB Top 100. The fourth overall player in the MLB Top 100 is named Jared Kelnick, who was in the Futures game with Bobby Wood Jr., Nick Prado. He was the guy at the start of the year, AAA. They bounced him up to the major leagues. Hit a couple bombs, but then goes on an over-39 stretch, sending back the AAA. And again, here's the difference between Major League Baseball and AAA. Fourth best prospect in baseball is hitting 320. 320 in AAA. All the Mariner fans wanted him up. He's got nine home runs, 28 ribs. In just 30 games, just 30 games, his major league stats, he's played 38 games there, hitting the robust 124, 124 for the fourth best prospect in baseball that killed it in the minor leagues. Wander Franco was the number one prospect in all of baseball. Wander Franco got called up for the Rays. In AAA this year, he was hitting 315, 39 games. In 30 games with the Rays, he's bringing the average up. He's up to 250. He's up to 250. He had twice as many home runs in in the minors and about 65% points higher on his batting average. But that's the difference between AAA and, A, and major leagues. We get excited about AAA prospects and get up here and all of a sudden it didn't happen. It's kind of like, you know, it's the last tweet you read. It's the last thought you had. How many people did you see blowing up about drafting Kumar Rocker and how the Royals made a mistake by not drafting him out of Vanderbilt? Because that was that was prevalent everywhere by the armchair GMs, right? His ass isn't even going to be in the major leagues next year. The Mets didn't sign him. Like the Mets and, and Boris orchestrated this deal to get his butt to New York with the Mets. They don't like his physicals. He's not getting that big cash. The Royals would have spent over, what, 60%, 70% of their allotted pool on him. Everybody wanted him. Royals made a huge mistake by not drafting Kumar Rocker. Well, maybe the Royals know more than you. Or the dude on Twitter you know that talks Royals. 
Just saying. Definitely a possibility that the Royals, who are paid to do this job and evaluate talent, probably yeah. know a little bit more than my friends who were, you know, complaining about the pick and all. But but Kumar Rocker is going back, man. Yeah. The Mets were excited to have him. He was happy to be a Mets. He didn't sign by the deadline, so he's the Mets get another pick next year. They get number eleven pick again. He goes back. Kumar Rocker, Scott Boris, you deserve this, Scott. He's saying he's healthy. The Mets decided no, thank you on that. Drafting number tenth overall. Um, same, saying a whole lot of Royals fans out there are like Royals made a mistake. Sometimes reality is a tough pill to swallow, my friends. Sometimes you don't know everything you thought you knew. Dayton Moore gives an update on big baby Brad Keller, who will join us tomorrow at 9.35 on Fesco in the morning. You know, I talked to Nick Kenny last night once the team landed in Chicago, and Nick felt he's going to be fine for his next start. Of course, you know, once he begins that preparation leading up uh, to his, his next start, I mean, we'll find out more, but... All you know, early indication, Bob, is that he's going to be okay. That's good news on Brad Keller. Four straight quality starts going into the last one. I thought he was kind of turning the corner. The tightness, he had to come out of that game yesterday. That was disappointing. But I love the direction he's going. He's got it. He's, he's, the, new, he's the big guy in the clubhouse now. It's not Danny Duffy. He's gone. Here's Dayton on when he expects Brady Singer to be back. I hope so. I mean, he's going to, he's going to uh, make another rehab assignment in, in Omaha. And, you know, we were just very uh, cautious with him. Uh, you know, he's kind of in uncharted waters with regard to the workload. And and uh, so we're, we're trying to be just very, very cautious, making sure that uh, you know, he doesn't uh, go out there unnecessarily. And, and, and he's already fatigued. And uh, when that happens, when a pitcher or a player is fatigued and you're asking to compete at the highest level, I mean, that's when injuries can occur. So, you know, we're trying to... You know, to be very cautious there. So there's the update on Brady Singer. Hopefully he gets back up here too because it's another one of those check boxes you want to check before going into next season. Kansas City Chiefs talk comes up next. Ron, Ron Kopp from ArrowheadPride.com out of practice today. Go to ArrowheadPride.com and look at the observations of Pete Sweeney and Ron Kopp. He didn't have a chance to get up there today like a lot of people didn't have that chance today. We'll fill you in exactly what happened and who stood out. Ron Cop next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.